You are now listening to an Average Joe Media production. I guess I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Welcome to another episode of the Baby Daddy Chronicles. This is Taroy, a future baby daddy, and I have a father, a husband. Woo! My man, Shabal. How you doing, man? T, what's up, Taroy? This is so, uh, this is great to be here, man. And to hear you're doing this, and also to hear that you invited me back. I think I was like on like what, episode five? Yeah, of like the show? thoughts yeah. of an average show. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Shout out to that podcast. That's the blueprint to all this, man. And this that has been sucks. great. Hey man, you yo, you've been you've been doing good for yourself, bro. I guess, yeah. Yeah, the Buccaneers is good. Oh man, you want to talk football? <laughs> Come on, don't do that on this podcast, Your guys. Your son's in good health. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You didn't. You married now? This 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 guy. Yeah, you know, um, we're gonna share this, and there's gonna be a lot. I'll probably share and say because I don't talk to the world on social media like that. But it's cool. I like doing it through platforms like this because Troy, you're an amazing person that helps spread great things and knowledge to people through this channel. So my attention is yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, before we get started, how's your mental health? Right now it's amazing. Okay, that's great. That's great. Amazingly great. That's great. It's Tom Brady great. <laughs> Always. It has to be. <laughs> Tom Brady great. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so some people asked me to switch it up. So before I get started, I have a dad joke. I'm not a dad, but I figured you may get this. Um, it says, why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? Oh, man. I don't know. But I don't golf, so I don't know. In case they get a hole in one. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's pretty funny. As a golf dad, yeah. Yeah. I'm not really a golf dad yet. So let's get, in, let's get into the meat of the episode, right? Um, your son, how old is he? Two and some change. What was your first reaction when you found out you was going to be a dad? Uh, my first reaction was shock. It was, yeah, shock. I think everybody experiences that first. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> this is about to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You're, like, probably one of the only people I got, like, a gift for. Like, I remember that. Really? Yeah. Why would you say it on this podcast, man? Now everybody's going to expect tea. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. No, um, well, that, I, I appreciate that, then. <laughs> Finding that out, that's, yeah, you really did, man. That's clutch. We appreciate that a lot. When you was like, yo, I'm having a baby, I was like, what? <sighs> I mean, well, yeah, that's a lot of reaction from people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was a good thing or bad thing, you know? No, it was good. It was just like, yo, like, wow, like, he really about to be a dad. Like, I just be sitting there going, like, I want kids, but I can't imagine having a kid like this particular moment, you know what I'm saying? That's true. Like, yeah, that was 
Yeah. So how much how much has changed since you have become a father? A lot, man. A lot in two years. A lot. I mean, there's specifics. You want specifics? Some, yeah, yeah. some sort of spe- yeah, uh, specifics. Them, All right. Yeah, I mean, you know, like difference. your schedule of life. There is a schedule of life. Um, obviously, everyone talks about more responsibilities. Uh-huh. You you do a lot more for a child versus yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what you have. So it's an extra. If you can't care for yourself now, man, it's tough for you. It's going to be tough Ooh, for you. Listen. But, <laughs> you know, it's it helps you grow, man. And when people say it elevates your life, I think a lot of millennial parents out there are saying, you know, it helps, it helped elevate in my life and move my life forward a little faster. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the gist of it guys. You know, <laughs> how did it help elevate? Like, give me an example of how it elevated your life. And move uh, forward. Yeah. So like just bad habits you're going to have. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of common uh, habits is we're, you know, when, when we're single, when we don't have children and we're off doing our own thing, even in a relationship, you tend to spend money a little differently. Your spending habits for a long time in your early adulthood goes from, you know, alcohol, clubbing and stuff like that. You know, those are mm-hmm. cool with expenses. Then you, you grow up a little bit. You start investing in Netflix and you, you move out of your parents' home in furniture and things like that. You got credit cards. A lot of that stuff, you know, you have to cut out. There's that that's, you know, financial stuff is I think is something I'm willing to be open about. But like, you know, when you get stuck in the uh financial realm of debt, it's a bad thing. And mm-hmm. if you're trying to climb out of it and you you're about to have a kid, it's not a great time. So yeah, I would say, you know, that'd be one of the things. So spending habits most definitely. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. It's like, yeah, because you no longer or living for yourself, so he was like, "Yeah, let me try to put myself in a best in a better position, so that way, when my child does get here, they don't have to struggle." Yeah, it's like you're no longer being selfish. All about you. Yep. What are some of the difficulties that you've had so far during this two and a half year experience of being a dad? Uh so. W- one of the biggest things is going to be like for my situation scenario, obviously I'm with a partner, right? Mm-hmm. I have a spouse. And you know, that's the growing pains of the communication or the expectation between you two of like, what, you know, do we do in this scenario and situation? Cause we look at each other when he was sick for the first time. You're like, mm-hmm. well, what do we do? Like who takes the lead on this? Right. <laughs> and then somebody takes the lead. It happens. You go, you, you cross that hurdle. You get over to the next one. You look at each other again and you say, all right, well, who's taking the lead on this one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, well, you did last time. So how about you do it this time? Right. But then, you know, the, it becomes a habit. Again, bad habits, guys. It becomes a habit where it's just that person. That person was like, well, I took the lead. And, but I'm obviously I've directed us mm-hmm. down a wrong road because I'm not very educated about this, the situation. Maybe so you were better fit. We're both, both of y'all first time parents, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> did y'all go to any, like parenting classes together or anything like that? Did that help or is there anything or is there really nothing that can really prepare you for a child? The relationship between you and your significant other, your wife, girlfriend, mm-hmm. spouse, whatever, um, I don't think that you could be as much prepared <clears throat> for the situations because if you're a first-time parent, if this child or baby anyways is the first time you're seeing it, and you're having to just, it's under your roof. Mm-hmm. It's you, spouse, and baby. <laughs> nobody else mom and dad are on a phone call away right mm-hmm. you know and grandma grandpa whatever on facetime whatever it is that's it's just you baby and wife and spouse under the roof you got to figure it out right then and there man okay like it's i mean it's like know. a it's like a learn on the fly you really yeah that's what it is 
learning on the fly. What are some things that you learned on the fly being a dad so far? Uh, well, just just being prepared when you step out the door with extra clothes, extra things. <laughs> Just those little things, those extra <laughs> things. You, you know, as guys, throw we walk out with a wallet, mm-hmm. some AirPods, a cell phone in our pocket, and we're cool, man. Our keys, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, for those of us who like we like our uh, key fobs in our pocket without touching the keys for the day, all right, cool. Let me pull my phone out, put it on my, you know, all right. No, wait, no, you got to go to the trunk first. You got to go to the back seat first, and then you get in the front seat. Yeah, man, it's a little change of, you know, routine I, I, there. Yeah, I can, I can. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Let's talk about the infant stage because he's a toddler now, right? Yeah, I think I so. Yeah, I, I, I he think thinks so, he's. Yeah. I think he's about a thirteen-year-old sometimes. But yeah, <laughs> the infant stage, right? Like, what was the schedule like in regards to feeding him, changing him, making sure he gets sleep? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. with the sleep part. Um, probably, you know, ten months in, you know, you you have this routine down now. Um, you, you have fatigue. So I think fatigue hits probably about six months in, <laughs> you start getting like super fatigued after mm-hmm. like your body figures it out. Um, but you know, of course, over the course of that, you're still working a full time job. Things like that are still kind of tiring you out. So you're getting to the point where that stage is more just you having to do a little bit more extra of you feeding it, the baby. And then mm-hmm. you go from that to, you know, fortunately for myself, you know, my spouse and I can, can you know, kind of fend for each other. If I pick up dinner, she get, you know. We have dinner for the night, right? Whatever. She cooks dinner. We got dinner for both of us. So that part's figured out. But um, the infant stage isn't, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, man. It was like my, the one part though that I thought I just wouldn't enjoy, but it, you know, it was, I like, you know, the interaction and the fun part now, but you know, that part, it was, I guess I don't miss it as much. Mm-hmm. Maybe my wife will, or she does, <laughs> but I I don't because, you know, they're not as interactive. But it's still a great time to see the little baby steps where mm-hmm. they're starting to take them when they fall down. That's the cool part when you start to see them figuring stuff out. Um, the lack of sleep, though, yeah, he would wake up in the middle of the night when he was very young. Mm. And, you know, just to share the experience, like the first night home, you know, you, you again, this is your mind trained thinking it's just you and wifey at home. <laughs> And you come home and you put the baby to bed around, you know, we got out probably midday back home from on a Friday. All right, cool. We're just going to go to sleep the rest of the day. We'll be all right. You know, baby wakes up at 11 p.m., you know, hungry. (laughs) And four hours later, you know, and that's when you're like, damn, here he goes. (laughs) Yo, I can't even imagine like just going to sleep and then it's like every three hours like, they're hungry or they're tired. Like everybody says, when is your kid, you figure it out. How do you separate the hungry cry from the sleepy cry to just whatever other cry it is? Cause I always feel like they could be crying, but you think they hungry, but they toe itch and they don't know how to scratch it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad I'm past that state. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I am real that. Yeah. We, you know, that's the kind of the stuff they prepare you about and tell mm-hmm. you about right before when you take the, when you go to those classes. But yeah. Um, I mean, we figured it out, you know, we knew, um, there's, there's schedules, there's schedules to things. Uh, when you take go to daycare, as you go to, you taking the babysitters or schedules of things for feeding. So I think that helps you set your mind to be a little more understanding of when, you know, as they get older, the feeding becomes a little bit less, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're using formula, of course, or breast milk. 
So it all depends, right, on the child. So, you know, and your preference. So, But you should know the general rule of thumb is the older they get, you know, as the months go on, they're just going to ask for less milk in between or you know, mess, less uh, formula. Uh-huh. That's the theory. <laughs> is that always the theory? I don't know. It's like you got to kind of figure it out, which you're, you know, that's what, that's what they tell you out there, right? They mm-hmm. tell you the guide, like, hey, you know, this is how frequently you'll need to feed your child. Um, you go to those periodic doctor visits. Obviously, when the child's within his first six months, you go more often to the doctor than you do after it turns one. It's the baby turns one. <sighs> it's kind of my bad. No, um, <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like a little bit of how, you know, you, you pick up on these little, um, I guess they're not really theories, but these mm-hmm. recommendations and, but not every recommendation, you know, I'm not sure if you're going to get to this, but not every recommendation may be suitable for your child. So mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. And that is no, that is facts because like, I feel like, especially like when it comes to just from not just from hearing stories, cause obviously, you know, I don't have kids, but your parents be like, Oh, do this. But you'd be like, I want to do it this way because it's my kid. You raised, you raised me this way, but I need to learn. He needs yeah. to learn my mechanisms. It's, it'd be all over the place. <laughs> It definitely, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it definitely be all over the place. Um, let's see. What is your favorite thing about being a dad? Oof. I mean, damn. I I don't know if there's just one man. Like, it's. Uh, I I don't know, man. It's hard. That's hard to say when you put me on the spot, but. Uh, you know, just having a sense of feeling, actually, you know, I'll say this, I'll say having a sense of feeling that because that person that you've created will look up to you because, you know, you are there around them and showing them the way they'll look up to you. It's natural. They'll look up to you. So you have this super human feeling for, for a moment when you start to realize that Uh it kind of makes you feel like a superhero, man. When it comes to you and your son, what does quality time look like? Oh man, it's really important. Um, for me. And so, you know, I, I have like a schedule in my mental mind Mm -hmm. that, um, I know what days ahead it will look like where, you know, things will happen that might disrupt time with him. Um, football games have become a part of that, but he likes to kind of hang around and watch with me and toss around a football. He has and copy exactly what they're doing on the TV. So that, that's not, that's not a, a bother for us. We can watch football together, but, um, you know, I still like to focus on the game and mm-hmm. have a two-year-old. All right, I need some juice. All right, <laughs> all right, man. Like, I'm about to miss the first quarter, but all right, cool, no worries. But the fourth quarter, you get, you know. But you know, there's, you know, what I what I try to do. You know, I work a nine to five gig, Monday to Friday. Uh, I don't. I'm not a weekend worker, so I don't work on the weekend. Same thing with my wife, and we just have this schedule where it, it allows us. It works. The nine to five works for us. You know, it just allows us to have a set schedule right now where he still goes to a daycare and interacts with children um, and learn things and get fed well. And, you know, that's important. We like that. And so we know that he's there doing his thing during the day. He's a distraction from our work at home. Mm-hmm. So he can't be there. And if he has to be, you know, one of us have to deal with it or, you know, we figure it out. But it's important. So, so basically a window, if you want to get into specifics here, a window of time in the evening times, usually until like night, nine o'clock. Sometimes he doesn't like to go to bed at nine, nine thirty, but you know, <laughs> it's ten, ten thirty, whatever. He's good. Um, you know, we wake up in the morning, get him dressed around seven, he's out the door, sitter, you know, and he's back at home by like five thirty. So I mean, you know, that's the Monday to Friday swag. Sometimes, you know, we have PTO days here and there. 
Uh, we take vacations here and there. You know, we obviously have our time to take off. And then what's unique about my situation is that my parents actually watch my son Thursday and a Friday. That's so good. that's, that's good. the setup for right now. They're probably, they're, they're, in, they're both 60 and 61. So they're at a good, nice age to mm-hmm. enjoy it, the youth of my son. But let's say another five years, they slow down a little bit physically. That might stop probably. We <laughs> might have them on Fridays going or Thursday's going into Friday. So Thursday night football is a good night for me. So on the off day, so on, the, on Thursday and Fridays when you don't have your son, what does your nights look like? Man, so it's football season. I'll watch football. Uh, if not, wife and I will catch up on TV shows. Okay. Um, it's just an opportunity for us to have silence to dedicate to something, whether it's relaxation or we have a priority to do over some financial stuff. You know, just, you know, we're... we're we're being trying to be great parents, man. So, you know, we got things to discuss mm-hmm. and figure out. If not, you know, we've interviewed this year a couple of times for positions. We prepared for interviews um, at that point because we knew an interview was coming up in the following week. Things like that. You just get time, man. You have to just – it's time management, dude. Mm-hmm. What does – how important is having that time to yourself when it comes to being a parent? I'm sorry, you asked that one more time? How important is having that time to yourself when it comes to being a parent? Just time to relax and just do whatever you need to do. Yeah, it's so important, guys. Like, it's super important. Um, You know, we share, my wife and I share a work-from-home life for two separate companies. So, Oh, gee, I, I forgot. Yeah, they, mm. So we're both, um, you know, in two different rooms. And mm-hmm. it's cool. It's not bad at all. We love it. It's, you know, we're one of those. It's like, look, this, is, this life is great for us. Uh, baby's about five miles away. If anything happens, you know, babies gets, you know, kids can get sick or throw up. All right, got to come pick them up. You know, so it's not bad. But it's still important, though, that you have your time to yourself just to kind of think, man, just to chill. Um, you know, and... A good example is just last Friday, we went out to Panera Bread, just me and her, Friday evening, before picking them up from my parents' house, and we, I just, I talked for eight hours at my job, presenting things, and I just had headaches with a few people just interrupting me that day, right? You know, me and her, we're fine, like, hey man, the job was this, pissed me off today, right? We're mm-hmm. having a conversation, but I just put my head back, she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, I'm good mentally. I just don't want to talk right now, you know? Mm-hmm. The mouth doesn't want to move. The mind says, hey, babe, I want to have a conversation with you. Catch up on your day. It's like, man, my jaw doesn't want to work. But that's how it is, man. That's why it's important to have those moments to yourself, you know, so you can kind of distress mm-hmm. away. Um, it's still, though, for, it's for her, too, you know, and that's why I try to balance, you know, if she wants to go run off and do something as simple as her nails, you go to Kohl's, you go to Target, all right, go do that. You know, he'll sit here and we'll watch football together on the mm-hmm. weekends or we'll sit here this evening and, you know, hang out for a little bit while you kind of go to the store and do what you want to do. Women love Target, by the way. That's a that's a fact. That's definitely a fact. Uh, dads do too, man. So here you, that I'm using that as my excuse card to loving Target. <laughs> um, have, have y'all done, have y'all started the potty training stage yet or y'all finished that? Not yet. Nah, it's almost becoming a little concern. He's a little... He's a bigger kid in a mm-hmm. sense of he's tall. He's tall. He's a uh, he's a very, you know, dense kid. He's not fat. He's just a little. He got me on his. He's ball. a he's a linebacker. <laughs> That's how my friends have described him. So, um, yeah. So you know, diapers are gonna mm-hmm. become a little bit of an issue. There's only one size of diapers. That's the biggest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a linebacker. Yo, first of all. 
Y'all be having this man look fly. Like I, I commend y'all because this man be looking fly with his little gold chain. I be like, <laughs> look at this man out here looking. We looking better than me. Yeah, he looking better than me, and I'm a grown ass man. I <laughs> me, just, too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me <laughs> too. I'm telling you, it's it's life. I don't know how to explain it. Well, now that I'm here, but I I've seen it, witnessed it with other people mm-hmm. when they used to post their children on Instagram. Oh, like, you know, little G right there, man, looks cool, but. Got your own now, you know, and it happens naturally. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest adjustment you've had to make? Mm, biggest adjustment, um, I, I would say for me, I've always been a patient person, a person, patient person, but um, I had to take my patience level. And really uh, improve on that. That was my biggest <laughs> adjustment. Um, and it, just to have my mind and brain understand a little bit more that, you know, that you also are dealing with somebody and a spouse who may be a little bit more overwhelmed, too, on her days. Uh-huh. And so, you know, being a little bit more patient with everybody, you know, because we like to, my wife and I like to hold ourselves to high standards. So it's, you know, okay, we get, we, we, her and I sometimes, <laughs> we don't communicate things, but we just expect it because we just feel like we have that connection. But we miss, bro. We just, Tom Brady isn't perfect, bro. No, you know, a lot of these guys aren't perfect mm-hmm. in sports. Nobody hits, you know, LeBron isn't perfect from the free throw line. Curry isn't perfect from the three-point line. Just trying to, you know, I associate it. here. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that's life. We miss, we miss fire and then shit hits the fan sometimes. You know, we all right, man, you know, we thought, you thought you had it. Well, no, you, you know, that happens, guys, you know. So when that happens, you know, it's, you kind of just have to, like, let your patience level come down. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had to, like, understand that and just have my patience. But like, all right, cool, like, this, what she just said doesn't mean anything. There's overwhelming thoughts going about. So let's, you know, let's avoid conflict here today mm-hmm. and move past it. So, yeah, just patience for yourself and working with your spouse. Yeah, that's definitely a, uh, a common theme when I have other people on for all the episodes I've recorded so far. They definitely say, like, in order to have a kid, you have to have patience. And I just feel like at times I'd be like, damn, like, I'm getting older. I'm 32. I want a kid. But number two things. Number one, the infant stage, uh, I'm not ready for that. The whole, <laughs> the whole crying and the whole diapers, because I don't really do diapers well. Like, if, if kids could come out, and if they could just, if they could come out and just transform to like two and a half, three years already potty training can talk. I just need you to talk. I can figure everything else. But trying to, you try, I'm trying to piece together what you said. Like I remember it was one time I was talking to one of my friends and he said something. The baby said something and they was like, yeah, they said, hey. I'm like, how you get, how you get from, hey, like, I'm confused. Like, how do you, like, I just be sitting there going, like, if they could come out, like, two, two and a half, three years old, I probably have, like, four kids right now. But because they don't, that infant stage is just so brutal to me. I just be, like, and everybody's like, oh, it's the best. You could just sit them there and leave them there. I'm like, no. Nah, you can, but it's, you know. <laughs> like, I need communication. It's a little effortless than at two years. But here's the thing. I thought just like you <clears throat> before having kids. I agree. I thought just like you, but you know, it's, it's pros and cons. Like mm-hmm. if going back, not to go way back, but like the infant stage, yeah, that was like one of the, the pros of it. You kind of had more flexibility to kind of just like, all right, I know you can't go all the way over here and walk this way and mm-hmm. get yourself into a mess. You're not going to crawl or you can barely even crawl. So <laughs> just roll over, 
look at the TV and smile, and then I'll, you know, I'll be able to clean up. I'll be able to make dinner. I'll be able mm-hmm. to kick back and watch a football game, you know. And so life gets a little bit different once they are in the toddler stage. <laughs> I remember I was like, it was my uh, my baby cousin. He first came home. He looking at me. I'm looking at him. He looking at me. I'm looking at him. My cousin's wife was there. My cousin left, and the baby looking at me. I'm looking at him. The baby start crying. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> and these babies be I don't I be trying to figure out how babies don't lose don't uh they don't lose their voice. Could these babies be screaming? And I mean screaming for hours. I'm looking at him. He's just screaming. I'm just like, so you gonna stop? Or like you just gonna keep on screaming? Cause I don't know what you want. Your dad ain't here. Your mom sleep. So I'm supposed to be watching you, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you want. Like you, you trying to talk to me, and I don't know what you want. It's, I was like, mm mm, mm mm, yeah. It's you know, mm. What are some of the challenges you've had so far in being a dad? Uh, definitely a big challenge is like the growing stages of him. Uh, like the part where now he's like. Right now, he's, like, understanding when you talk to him, answering back in about partial sentences. Uh-huh. But, like, you don't see it. Oh, You don't feel like, oh, hey, this it just happens naturally, man. And you're I'm just, like, trying to understand, like, what phase he's in and what he can understand and what he can't understand. Uh-huh. But it's so fun because you're, you're experiencing it. And because, you know, we, we're all mostly at home together, he's only away for, like, one, one evening in the week. Um, you know you kind of only notice the differences when you can come back to him after he's gone for like a day or a couple of days. If my parents decide to hold Mm -hmm. on to him for a couple of nights. And so, you know, it's kind of just seeing the growth in him. Sometimes I kind of don't get to see it when you're so much with him. You kind of don't get that separation for a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. now, like I got a little separation this evening, right. To record this. So it's like, you know, you kind of go back and kind of see that growth, but it's like, Oh crap. Like you're here already. You know, it's like, man, you're you're actually responding to that. You're saying that. So, you know, and like a, an example was that, like, you know, he was there for, with me for a couple of days in a row uh, working. And while I was working from home, I had a little less responsibility. Um, my boss isn't going to listen to this, but I had a little, a little less responsibility. <laughs> she doesn't mind, probably. But anyways, but, you know, uh, and, you know, you know, I had to have my son. So he was a little distraction for a little while, you know, here and there when I was doing you know, a lot of background work that day. And so... I picked up on a lot of things with him where I was able to speak to him, but my wife had to close the door because she had to be on a couple of calls and she had, you know, she's, he's just too much. Right. Mm-hmm. So she had the door closed for a part, most of the day. And so she missed a little bit of like with the interactions that he, he got to see with him. So she's still kind of like speaking to him in a sense of like, okay, I'm going to go do this. Or, you know, I forgot what he, we were trying to get him to do or whatever it was. And so I'm like, Hey, you know, you can just ask him and just say, Hey, you want some juice or you want this or Hey, just say this. And or you would you like to go do this? And he he responds to you. He knows about it. So I'm like, you know, maybe you can try it out with him. And that's what you kind of miss, man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, you miss that realization of, oh wow, like this just he's he's mentally shifted somewhere so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, bro, they grow so fast, and it just yeah. be like blink of an eye. That's like, the challenging part there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree because I you know you know what I equated to is like because like <clears throat> you're with your kid every day, you don't see certain stuff. Or you don't pick up on it like other people pick up on it. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, 
if you lost weight or if you're in a process of losing weight, you don't see it right. because you because you you see yourself every day. But somebody be like, "Dad, you look great. You done lost weight." And you'd be like, "Really?" And you'd be like, "Yes, I, I feel you on that." Yeah, I definitely feel you on that, man. Um, what are what is your proudest moment in being a father so far? Man, the proudest moment always uh, for me so far is. Ah, man, it's just, for me, I always enjoy, like, when your son, you know, you have a child, and it's, they're happy to see you, man. That's always, like, a proud feeling, um, you know, that, like, my wife will go to the store, and, and she'll come back, and he'll be excited to see her, and then vice versa, you know, you get that feeling, like, hey, you've been gone, and I think just naturally as humans, you know, we like that feeling of, of want, being, um, we want to be, you know, like, be felt like they we're, we're missed, right? Mm-hmm. We want to be felt, we want to feel like we, uh, my train of thought's kind of gone here, you know, that we're missed and, but also that we're wanted. There mm-hmm. it is. All right. So, you know, that's kind of like, it's really cool that this person that you have created, like, understands a little bit enough that you're somebody important to that man. And that's like really the proudest moment, too, for me always and forever is just that happiness of seeing me. Um, Especially when you when you're gone too, so that would be it. Is there times where like you see him and he does something and you want to get mad? You like yo, you act just like me. Oh man, (laughs) (laughs) uh, mm, yeah, you know he's very. um, I think this is coming to light now where he's very adamant about doing things himself. And I don't know. I feel like my wife and I are both the same way. Like we want to like, we just have minds where we want to like do it. Like, we're, mm-hmm. like, we got this. Like you just don't worry about it. And then like, <laughs> you know, that's part of our conflict, you know, where mentally like we feel like we're strong people to do this ourselves. It's not that hard. Da, da, da. Like I got this. Like don't worry about it. And then like we get to a point where like, okay, like we overlook something. So you're the wife's trying to show you something or I'm trying to show her something. And you know, Okay, now you have to. We have that patience now where we give that up, but like that's kind of like what he's picking up on too, mm-hmm. man. So he's just so stubborn, but he's a two year old and he's too stubborn. So now he's double stubborn <laughs> because of us, you know? It's <laughs> 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 the best way to describe it. How important is it to have family around or to have parenting friends around that you can learn from? Especially. Considering y'all are still y'all are first time parents to this. All right, so like friends and family definitely important. Uh, parenting friends with advice definitely important. Um, I feel like here in general, you know, with humanity, we are you know one of our purposes of life. And some people might disagree, but that's okay. Either way, you have to live with us on this planet. So you know, for the better of mankind, the better of everybody. Um, it's very important to connect and educate people in these situations, scenarios. Um, I feel like, you know, people who, who have become parents, um, you know, we know we take on extra responsibilities. Like Mm -hmm. we know what we're doing. Right. And a lot of people always, it has been harsh words of, well, we, you know what you were doing when you were screwing, right? Like, you know, all right. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I know, but here I am. Right. And I'm trying to figure it out. I just need a bump. Mm-hmm. I just need some advice. I just need – come on, man. Just set people on the right path, and they can grow and, and be beautiful parents, right? And so that can't happen without a very solid foundation of 
it doesn't just have to be parents, guys, because everybody goes through life a little differently. Mm-hmm. But find your parenting friends. Find your buddies. Find a parenting group on Facebook, Reddit. Find somewhere on social media where you can have a safe space um, and you feel comfortable. I mean, if there's organizations, you guys can Google this shit. But, yeah, if you can just find something that can help you educate yourself and maybe direct you to referrals or a place where you can find parenting help because it's important, man. It's really important to have the backing when you don't know. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and again, I, I'll go back and let's paint the picture. You spouse and baby crying at three o'clock in the morning, first night, man in the dark with a little <laughs> lamp in the corner and a rocking chair, or maybe we're in the dark. Actually, I think we were, and there's a rocking chair open. You'd go right back to sleep, man. Yeah. Those are, you know, times where you think back and you're like, damn, like I've grown. This is cake. I can do this in this, my sleep now. Mm. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. Yeah. It's really all about repetition. Um, so I'm going to end this with two questions. These are people wanting me to change. People were saying that at, it sounded too much like mobile podcast, so I'm going to ask you two questions, and that's how I'm going to end every episode from here on out. Um, the ones that are, the ones I'm recording now, not the ones previously recorded, because I ain't going back and doing those. But the first question, tell us a funny dad story that has happened to you. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so my son, right, he was... Stacking these little small cups or buckets up. Mm-hmm. And he was so excited that he had got two of them to stack up. Mm-hmm. But he was very close to the wall behind him. The minute, And my wife was actually filming this, right? I don't know why she was doing it, why we were filming. But he stacked it up. He got super excited. And he says, and he's, I think it was right when he had, right as he had turned one, right? And he said, he said, yay. He turns around and then bangs his head on the, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the wall, bro. It's, it, I mean, like. What do you do? You, mm-hmm. you know, my wife and I kind of just laughed for a second. Well, she was, you know, rushed to him, but we just got, she half laughed, and I was just like, you know, I started <laughs> laughing. I don't, I don't know what else. Uh, it was, I don't know. It's funny, man. And the second question, give us a parenting tip for dads. Oh, man, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I know. Um, parenting tip, man. Just a, just one tip. You give one or two. One or two, man. Um, I I would speak to like fathers. For one tip, I'll give to fathers to be fathers. If you want to become a father, if you're you know about in, if you're finding out early, you're about to be a father nine months from now. Listening this to this is because that could be any time. They roll this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is cool. This is evergreen, bro. Cool, nice, man. All right, listen. So. If you're about to be, prepare, plan. You have enough time to do so. Get yourself out of a toxic workplace for better money somewhere. Do something to prepare yourself. You have nine months. There's a lot of time. I can turn my credit around in three months. It's possible. I'm not going to tell you how because (laughs) that's advice I can pay. You know, you can pay for it. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I'm not going to tell you about that, but I'm going to tell you guys it's possible to do things. You could turn your credit around. Not anything. And I'm not saying an extravagant Turnaround, guys, but it's a, a build, mm-hmm. right? It's a rebuild. It takes months, but you can start it. You can start looking at investing money if you have extra money, if you're working good, making good money. Look, I think financially for a father, look, just prepare yourself. That's my biggest advice to anybody that's living in America here. My biggest advice in general to life, but prepare yourself. You have nine months to prepare yourself. I didn't do that, and I regret it. 
So I always prepare yourself. You have the chance to get a promotion, take the promotion. You you think you can go get another job, tough it out. Just go do it. Your back's going to be up, up against the wall. I speak passionately about it because it's important, dude. Just like money and expense will solve a, a little bit of the fires at times. And if it's not there, you guys, you'll have the financial stress. You'll have the stress of being a parent, trying to be a spouse. And I feel like parenting parents together you know, split up and things happening a lot because of the, the foundation isn't set properly. So you have nine months to get ready, man. You can do a lot of different tech uh, certifications if you want to pursue them. I mean, guys, come on. There's so many opportunities out here. So please, if you're to be a dad soon or if you're thinking about it and, you know, you're in, you're, you're planning it out, great. But if it's on the whim, guys, like it was for me, um, definitely financially prepare yourselves if you can first uh, money isn't everything when you become a parent, but I was in a tough place for it. But I think my life and my jump to being mentally in a great place and being a happier father when, thank God, you know, when they're an infant, there isn't like, like we talked about what the situation is like. You kind of just set them there mm-hmm. um, because if I was mentally in a bad place right now and the way that my son's interacting with me and trying to enjoy life too now because he's realizing things and I wasn't being able to enjoy, that's not probably going to be a good thing. To, to move forward with until I get myself, you know, financially well or mentally well. Um, my other tip, you know, it's like ongoing fathers, you know, as well is, is just to always just be involved and believe in yourself that you can inspire somebody to be better, man. Always. You can always do that. Every human being I believe in, it doesn't matter where anybody comes from. For my job, I train people across the states in all kinds of different neighborhoods that I've never heard of. And especially in places that got hit by hurricanes, Louisiana, and these mm-hmm. people, um, they're country. They're country folks. I like country folks because I'm from Florida. I love, I love the South. I always tell that. I'm a brown guy, by the way. If you don't know what I look like, people, I don't fit what my skin looks like, and it's, it's okay. I don't get it. People judge you, whatever. But the point is I love the South. I like the country, but it's nice to talk to them. But, you know, the mentality is different. The way they speak to you is a little bit more brash, right? Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I understand. I'm from the South. Somebody from the North wouldn't understand that. Somebody who's been in a professional setting doesn't understand that. But it's cool, you know. We vibe with them. We understand them. And I think but that's the pretty cool part about, like, in life, um, you know, what my parenting tip is that I believe those people out there have an opportunity as well as any child should have an opportunity um, to be educated, any adult should be as well too, but ch- children as well. And for you, Troy, you have a big target group that I would love one day to inspire because with black men, um, it saddens me, man, to see that there's, if I go to like Orange County or Seminole County today mm-hmm. and I pull up arrest reports and things <laughs> like that, because um, something inspired me last week that I saw in front of my own door and seeing a, a young African-American man, you know, be taken in a very difficult way. Um, you know, that stuff, man, is because of what he was going through um, and, and what he was shown by a higher up being uh-huh. his dad. And, um, you know, guys, that's it's when when you're a parent, guys, you inspire and you every single move and everything you do. The next of kin is looking at you. So <laughs> it's important, guys. You can inspire for good. Yeah. Don't pass along bad habits. That's why I cut out my bad habits and I take it very serious. And I tell my wife sometimes about her bad habits. She stops them. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's my spiel, man. One last question, because you have, you said that you wasn't prepared. Why wasn't you prepared? <laughs> because we didn't really we didn't really plan it. I guess, but it's it's an awkward conversation for me because I say it in a sense of I knew what we were doing, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's just it's just life. I mean, maybe we felt prepared. We felt the connection. I mean, there's a, there's a purpose, guys. You, I know what my purpose is today because of this. So, you know, and it's to, it's to educate people. It's to lead people. Um, you know, as uh, it, before I became a parent two years ago, uh, my promotion this year is promotion to be a trainer at what I do. So I found my purpose a little bit. I knew I wanted to always be a parent, though. Like mm-hmm. one day, I just didn't know how it would happen. Mm-hmm. I just knew that I wanted to inspire people. Um, but also go to a lot of, you know, the low income neighborhoods here, Troy. And one of these days, I think we can partner with this, but always, you know, we go into those neighborhoods and get, we tap into those kids and we inspire them and do better and not follow what the hell they're seeing from the mm-hmm. higher ups, right. In, mm-hmm. in those neighborhoods. But what's, what's important about that is that like you and I, people like you and I have to go through this parenting experience first. Mm. Mm, that's a bar. So, Hey man, I'm waiting for you. That's hey, man, give me like another year, year and a half. I'll be right there with but, you, my guy. Don't worry, man. You'll be all right. I'll be right there with you, my guy. I definitely appreciate you getting on, man. Um, you have any social media plugs you want to plug in? All right, yeah. So I'm not really that excited about like my my sports um, channel this year, but um, for the rest of the year, I'm focused on other things, guys. But Toroy has always connected with me at baseline times, at partial times. You're talking about the Sixers and the Eagles. Um, you know, I like talking about sports. So I started this uh, platform uh, 2017. Um, I thought I was going to be creating my own, you know, next Bleacher Report. So um, anybody likes sports, we kind of just do like a lot of NFL coverage right now and NBA stuff. You guys can find me at Baseline Chevy on Twitter. Um, Chevy the coolest on my Instagram, you know, for those who want to follow uh, my life a little bit. But, uh, you know, I just I kind of just keep that private. Um, but, you know, I'm willing to accept a DM for help, for advice. And that's why I, I would answer to my private messages on there. You can still message me, even though I don't accept your message request. Um, but yeah, man, you guys can find me on those platforms. But um, I do have something in the works, man. Okay. I think we'll revisit that at a later time. And uh, when that happens, guys, you know, just in the meantime, uh, keep listening to this podcast and supporting this guy's podcast because this is really good stuff. And the most consistent stuff with the most incredible um, true raw opinions that somehow, some way, man, you just bring people together, men and women, to argue about some of the silliest things, but it's entertaining. <laughs> but it's also cool because people leave that podcast like, yeah, man, I'm this way, you're this way, but we just sat down and we had a great old time about it. And we're going to go have a happy time outside in the real world. Most deaf, man. Um, I like I appreciate you getting on, man, um, sharing your experiences. I feel like it's needed. All experiences are needed. Um, y'all could go ahead and uh, rate, review, subscribe, and like to the podcast. For the person that gave, for the two people that gave me a one star, I don't know why, but I would what? like to know why you gave me a one star. So, all right, all right. let me know. It's all good. I, I would just like to know why. Um, rate, review, subscribe uh, on Apple Podcasts. Um, give me feedback on the podcast if you like it. Follow my Instagram, Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod. You can email me if you have any funny dad stories, any tips, any advice i can't give it to you but i can i can point you into a dad that can give you advice because i ain't a dad myself 
baby daddy baby daddy chronicles pod at gmail.com then i will be creating a twitter and that's also going to be baby daddy chronicles pod all right y'all man it's a future baby daddy signing off see y'all next monday peace Baby daddy crying. I ain't nobody. As a father, guess I feel like I'm somebody. My life is my kid, so I tell about it. And I swear it's all about that. Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy.